everyone, and welcome to episode 2 of 16 and Counting. I know it's a little late. I've been busy with school starting, and we're going to talk about that in a later episode. But today's episode is about leadership. I like leadership. I don't know if you guys like leadership, but leadership is good. I'm, I can be a leader sometimes, but sometimes I just like to listen to people and get told what to. But that's off topic, kind of. Today's guest today is my dad, and it's not just because I forgot to I, I forgot to book um a um you know what I mean uh interview with 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 one of my friends or somebody. He's actually my choice of being here because as today's topic of being on leadership, he has been the leader of his whole division in the Navy, and I think that's very and uh, that that's a very good way person to interview about about leadership. So don't think of this as an interview with my dad because he's my dad. Think of it as an interview with someone who has ran a whole section of the Navy. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for inviting me. Glad to be here. She should be because it, if not. I don't know what I'm gonna do. With, I don't know what I'm gonna do with this episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, leadership. Leadership. You've been, so, so as I mentioned earlier, you've been a leader of a division of the Navy or something along those lines. <laughs> yes, I've been uh, in the Navy for 27 years and have been in multiple leadership roles throughout that time. Well, the one I know about is the one at um, the Navy Seal Cor- Corporation. Give us more about that. So, Naval Special Warfare Group 4. That's what I meant. I that's was, that's uh, totally what I meant. I was the Director of Communications, uh, the Department Head for the Communications Branch of Naval Special Warfare Group 4. That sounds like it's really hard, because I know when I have to lead a, a group of kindergartners in um, church, it's crazy difficult because they don't sit down and listen to me. What would... What about you? Have have you like ever had that situation where you just had a bunch of people not sit sit down and listen to you, not including me? Uh, you excluded. Uh, it's it's a, it's different. So it's not about forcing people to listen to you. Leadership is something that uh, is developed. It, it's something uh, earned, not forced. You become a good leader, in my opinion. By serving the people that work for you, a servant leader. Yeah, because if if you um try to force people to listen to you and try to force that upon them, then you're a monarch, not a leader. Potentially a dictator, maybe. Yeah, a dictator, uh, somebody made off Hitler. So, yeah, that's definitely a different line there. Um, there's times when you have to, obviously. As a leader, you have to lay the course for your team to follow. You have to direct them, guide them, provide them the tools to do their job correctly. Like, I know that the person who gives me the material I need to lead my children's small group, the leader of the whole, like, kindergarten small groups, has to give us the directions that we need to lead our kids, and that comes from somebody else. It's just a whole chain of leaders leading up. Your, your leader that uh, leads you guys does a tremendous job because I've had the opportunity to work with her. Um, how would you feel if you were told specifically 
Matthew, this is how you have to lead your kindergarten team. Do not deviate. Do it this way. Do it this way only because I said so. And that's it. Would you have much fun there? I wouldn't have much fun because I wouldn't be able to talk to my kids in a weird Irish accent sometimes. But I, because Irish accents are fun. I don't, I don't know if you're Irish or not, but your accent is amazing. If you're Irish, your accent is amazing. I love, I love using it as I'm using it right now. Um, Bobby the, I guess you sometimes something you a character called Bobby Worman, but that's all I'm talking. Anyway, let's let's switch back to the regular accent and continue on with the podcast. Um, perfect. Um, but going back to your question, um. Yeah, I would hate that. I would be, I wouldn't be able to have any fun with my kids because they'd just be sitting there like, I want to go home and play Fortnite. So a good leader is an example is what you've had an example with is somebody that gives you some room to interpret the rules, stay within the boundaries they provided, but make it your own. Yeah, because give you growth, give you potential to learn. And to become a leader yourself, yes? If you don't have a potential to grow and become a leader yourself, then that leader has done nothing right. Correct. Quoting Luke Skywalker, a leader that does, like, you have... Alright, I'm going to quote Luke Skywalker in a second, guys, but... A leader that kind of does all of that, says, like, do this my way, my way only, no, no other way. Quoting Luke Skywalker, amazing. Everything you said was just completely wrong. <laughs> So going back onto the leadership thing, I'm, I'm going to say that a lot, guys, because I'm going to get off topic, and I'm going to start talking about Pokemon. Um, leadership? Le- what's, what is leadership in your eyes? I know you, you explained it pretty in detail, like, ha- so far, but... Alright, let me rephrase that question. What would you say the perfect leader looks like? I think the perfect leader is different for everybody. Um, it, it, for you, just for me, the perfect leader is somebody that has a vision, that knows where they want to take the people that are following them. They're not just wandering around aimlessly, saying we'll get there eventually, but I don't know how. They have a vision. Um, they provided their team the tools to execute that vision. They know that at some point along that line, something's going to go wrong. And they take that in stride. They don't lose their mind when things go not the way they plan. They don't blame people. They're ultimately accountable for the team. You know, I, get, I get past responsibility to you, Matthew. Matthew, go cut the grass. Matthew, take out the trash. Matthew, do X, Y, Z. But at the end of the day, if I didn't give you the tools to do that and didn't tell you how I wanted it done, and you did it wrong, that would be very unfair to you. Definitely, like, if, if, like, I didn't cut the grass the way you wanted to, and you got really mad at me, I was like, but I cut the grass, you didn't tell me how you wanted it cut, that's just unfair, it's just like, okay, um, can I have a say in this? No, you can go to your room, I'll take all of your stuff, now let me cut the grass right, that'd be unfair. Like, Going off of that, my perfect leader, for me, sure. is a, it's like, because I'm in filmmaking a lot, so I'm going to use the word director a lot. So a perfect director, or a project leader, or any of that, is a leader that has a vision for what he wants to do, but takes his, um, co- his, takes his workers and his, um, the people 
who are working with him, he takes their ideas into account rather than this is my vision, don't mess up my vision. You can have the freedom to work on your vision, I'll provide you all of your tools, you can build it, but don't mess with my vision. I'll ask you a question about leadership. There'll be, there are times when a leader has to make the hard decisions. Definitely, like if, if you really like someone on the team, but they're not providing the, the right work, work ethic, he has to let them go, but he doesn't want to. Like say it's a family member that's not providing the work the, like on a project, on a really nice project that he wants to get done in, that he has to get done in a certain time frame, and then not providing essential work ethic, he has to let that person go even though they're family. Yeah, that's a good example, for sure. Sometimes the leader has to make choices that are not popular with the team, but they have reasons. A good leader does not make those choices blindly, though. It's not just, I want to cut your pay so I can get more pay for myself. That's an extreme example. But a good leader would, um, when the time is right, explain situations to the team. Sometimes there's not a time to explain have to make a leadership decision. Yeah, like I'm, I have to cut funding to this certain department so we could, so so we could, so the company can, can sur- so the entirety of the company can survive. Possibly. Yeah. Sure. Well, so explain to me some of the other divisions of leadership guys I have, because guys, this is my first time hearing about this too. All I know is about the Navy special warfare thing. That's all I know. I've, so it's multiple things over 27 years. I've been a leading petty officer for a detachment on board a ship. I've been a division officer. I was the navigator of this command ship from 7th Fleet, the USS Blue Ridge. So, with the navigator, you have a bunch of minor navigators working under you that report to you. Quartermasters. Quartermasters. That, then they all report to you and you have to make sure that they're doing their job right, right? Correct. And then I have to make sure that the officers of the deck are doing their job right and plotting the ship. Um, so like, so like the people that steer the ship, you gotta, you're in charge of them. You're in charge of them too, right? So you gotta be like when you're the, when you act as the officer of the deck, you're in charge of the bridge team. So you gotta be like, sometimes you gotta be like, I'm gonna, sorry, here's here's the as navigator, here's your course. If make sure you do it right. If not, you're fired. Get out. No, it's not. No, that's a that's a zero flow mentality, and that right there is a dangerous road to go down as a leader. You have to give your people room to fail and know yeah. they're not going to get crushed or killed because they failed. you got to give them an opportunity to say, oh, I messed up. I acknowledge my fault. Teach me how I don't make that mistake again. Yeah. There are leaders that if you mess up, they will basically roast you in a fire and then throw you in the trash. And then what that causes is a lot of hostile environment, then you wind up having people that are afraid to speak up, and then you lose yeah, the opportunity to grow some potentially really good people. And then, yeah, like, if you have, like, a really good person with a really good mindset, and you crush their spirit, being a tyrannical leader, you could ruin somebody who could have changed the world. Correct. Like, if Steve Jobs had been told down by everybody and crush the spirit, you probably wouldn't have a lot of stuff. Steve Jobs had a lot of that going on, though. He no, was like if, rare guys that persevere. No, but, but, like, if he took it personally, yeah. rather than ignoring it, true, you could have lost 
a lot of stuff that we had today in one of the leading edges in science. For sure. So, there's the navigator role, there was the, the information assurance manager at Special Operations in Grand Korea, the deputy director for the, the communications department. So you were, you were second, second in command to the director of communications. Yes. So you were like, so, so marvelizing it, you're Nick Fury, you're Agent Coulson next to him. Sure. The, 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 the one who's like, okay, here's Nick Fury, director. I'm the one who's Nick Fury when Nick Fury's not here. Correct. Basically. Yes. And that's a, being a leader, that's a lot of pressure on you also because you have to make sure that being the second in command is a lot of pressure because you got to make sure that when the leader gets back, everything's still running smooth, smoothly. Mm-hmm. How is that like? Um, it depends. Uh, it can be really high pressure from a standpoint of you don't want to fail. You don't want to let your team down. You don't want to let your boss down. Um, being a, Part of being a good leader is, is learning how to be a good follower at times. Mm-hmm. Learning how to be a good team player. Like, they kind of go hand in hand. As a, Like I said earlier, as a leader... You have to also be willing to take in ideas from your followers. For sure. Who could have a lot of great insight that you never thought of. Like, I had to learn that the hard way. I did. I'm um, like, I don't know what it was for, but I remember, like, I, I failed miserably. And I then when I went back and thought about all of my team's insight, I was like, that would have made it so much better. And I wouldn't have failed miserably. But you learned from it. Yes, I did learn from it. But that, that that's part of being a leader. Because leaders leaders don't just um, make their followers learn. They learn themselves from their followers. It's kind of a circle. It's a circle of life. The circle of life. Um, I'm running out of things to say. Let's keep with this leadership thing before I get off topic. Um, So... Like you said, um, what else about, alright, what are your favorite things about being a leader and your least favorite things about being a leader? My favorite thing, hands down, is taking a team that is dysfunctional, unsure of themselves, and giving them the tools, the courage, the wisdom, the vision to grow better than themselves and make a better something, whatever that project is they're working on, whatever that aspiration they have, is to lead them into being a better version of themselves, and in turn becoming a better team, and in turn completing the mission better. Yeah, like, I know what that I know what that feels like, because, like, at church, when my kids recite the Bible verse to me perfectly, I'm like, you are amazing, you are my favorite child now, come here to let me find a gold star. It's, it's, it's like extremely it's, rewarding as a leader to see your team succeed. Yeah, because it means that you did your job right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the second question was, what is my most difficult thing being a leader? Other than making the tough choices like letting people go. Uh, sure, that's, that's people always go. hard. Uh, the most difficult thing is um, sometimes knowing where you have to go and knowing that the shortest point is maybe A to B. But, some, but, but, some, but you have to go C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, all the way to Z, 
Just to get back to the... Just to, get, just to get back to B and to make it actually presentable. It's hard to... It's hard when you have constraints put upon you that are out of your control. It's really hard. Alright, I'm looking at this time now. We've actually gone over episode one. So, before I close this podcast, because I'm... If, I don't know if I'm... I don't know for you, but I feel like we're at a stopping point because I'm running out of things to say. I don't know about you. I could talk about leadership all night long, but under the, to, the, for the saving grace of the audience, we, we, can, we can definitely hear All right. Any parting words, words of wisdom, Yoda, Gandalf, Dumbledore's? Dumbledore's wisdom. Um, uh, one of my favorite quotes, and it's not necessarily tied to leadership, but it's moral character. Character is important as a leader. You have to have integrity, more strong morals, uh, honesty. And so... The measure of a true person's character is what they would do if they knew nobody was watching. I, that's a really strong litmus test for me. Who said that? Uh, I don't know the name of the, the quote before it. But um, the litmus test is that you've got to be able to trust your team and they've got to be able to trust you. And that is where the integrity, the honesty, and the trust comes from. You've got to be able to trust your team. Yeah. And your team's got to be able to trust you as the leader. So if you're not honest or you don't have good integrity, it will stick out like a sore thumb very quickly. You've got to hold yourself above the higher standards you expect for your team. And you got to demand that from your team as well. High standards across the board and accept nothing else. Well, that was very wise. No wonder you're the leader of so many things. Um. Well. Anyway, that is the end of the show. Thank you for be- th- Thank you for coming on. This was very insightful. I'm sure this is gonna help some people who are struggling with leadership or just want a good laugh. Um. Anyway, thanks for coming on the show. Um. Yeah. I never know how to close these things, so thanks for coming on the show. Um. Episode two will come out with. In October, um, that should be sometime during October, and I hope you guys stick around for more. Oh, and FYI, I might have a YouTube channel coming out, might, it's not definite yet, but look out for it, okay?